0: Hi, I'm Paul Levinson. You're listening to Light On, Light Through. This is episode two. Now, I know I said in the uh, written description of this podcast series that it would be a weekly series, but I'm not very good at sticking to schedules, and I figured you wouldn't be too unhappy if I came up with this second episode a little sooner than a week after the first episode. The title of this episode is is Kidnapped and Battlestar Galactica, leading the TV pack at quarter time. Let's begin with Kidnapped. I was struck by the show in the first five minutes of the very first episode. Leopold Kane, the 15-year-old boy who's about to be kidnapped, is asked what book he's reading. He replies, it's the origin of consciousness in the breakdown of the bicameral mind. Now, that book, written by the late Julian Jaynes, who lectured at Princeton University, was first published back in the 1970s with some controversy. That's because it argues that once upon a time, we all had two selves in our brain, not one. According to Jaynes, that's why people in the ancient world so often heard voices. And Julian Jaynes also thought that schizophrenics in our own world were a remnant of this past. What changed us into literally single-minded beings as we are today? Well, Jaynes thought that the process of reading and writing, and more specifically the alphabet, was a main catalyst. Now, I didn't buy that at all. There are lots of problems with that theory. For example, although illiteracy is certainly not very helpful, it also doesn't seem to make people schizophrenic. But it was certainly a daring, exciting theory, and it was even more exciting and amazing to me to see it mentioned on primetime network television. And fortunately, it didn't do kidnapped all that much good, because after three episodes, the show was moved to the empty streets of Saturday night television and clipped to 13 episodes. Its ratings were so low, I guess we should be glad that it wasn't canceled completely. But I don't ever remember seeing a show with such erudition on television. And this past Saturday night, we had another great example. The chief bad guy explains to a hitman that no excuses, no acts of God, can be allowed to get in the way of the crucial hits and murders that he needs the hitman to take care of. And in a tense scene on a New York City street corner, the chief bad guy lectures the hitman and tells him that no force majeure will be accepted as an excuse. TVs come a long way, even from The Sopranos, when they're mentioning force majeures in conversations on New York City street corners. And beyond my enjoyment of this dash of high culture uh, in the mass mash, i got to say that Delroy Lindo and Jeremy Sisto Make up one of the best cop or de facto cop teams I've ever seen on TV or even in film. Kidnap's almost certain cancellation at the end of its abbreviated run is criminal for that reason alone. Call the cops. Well, at least we can enjoy kidnap while it lasts. Now to Battlestar Galactica. Mm -hmm. I thought the two-hour premiere of Battlestar Galactica this season was mind-blowingly powerful and extraordinary in its continuing probing of excruciating ethical issues. And the show's gotten even better since then. Now, I'm not completely happy with the implication that the U.S. forces in Iraq are like the evil android Cylons. As much as I am unhappy about our conduct of the continuing war in Iraq, I don't think we're quite as bad as the Cylons, the worst of whom, which is pretty much all of them except a few, kill with complete amoral abandon. But I've got to admire Battlestar Galactica for daring to insert this and other difficult and painful issues into its stories treatment of political and ethical issues in science fiction on television certainly didn't begin with the current Battlestar Galactica. The Twilight Zone more than once and brilliantly addressed the insanity of nuclear war. Star Trek looked at the Cold War, race relations in the U.S. and other searing topics in the 1960s. Even the original Battlestar Galactica back in the late 1970s had plenty of Cold War analogies but none of those hold a candle to the current Battlestar Galactica in its consideration of wrenching issues. The first two seasons had some of the best military versus civilian power confrontations in a democracy in a time of life and death all-out war I've ever seen or read in any genre. And the episodes this season are even better. Just, for example, this past Friday night, Battlestar Galactica wrapped up about six or seven major plot lines in a daring hour of television. All the more surprising because the season is less than half complete. i frankly never seen anything like this on television. Not only in terms of plot twists, but the major unexpected life and death decisions the characters make. It was never true that science fiction was strong on plot and weak on characterization, as a lot of mindless critics have been saying for decades. But Battlestar Galactica's people, and for that matter the Cylons, are its strongest and subtlest suits, even as it hurtles on with a lightning-fast, crackling plot. I wrote this summer that we're now in a new golden age of television. But with Kidnapped and Battlestar Galactica leading the pack, and other strong shows like Heroes and The Wired in its new season. I'm beginning to think we may really be seeing a platinum age of television.